flicker, flicker, flam, pow. you primitive screwheads listen up i got news for you pal you ain't leading but two things right now jack and shit jack left town well hello mr fancy pants I was just in my office and I heard a rock. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? I'm in my prime. Out of your mind. Ain't it cool? First you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. Blow. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. What up everybody, DJ Anubis. Metal Time Radio Podcast, another edition of the Hordes of Chaos. Opening up there with some Voivod doing the Floyd. Uh, today I got some new stuff from Solicitor, Lister, uh, Cloven, Clovenhoof, Symbiotic Growth, some Grand Sounds uh, promotion sent me that. Let's see, we also got some new Blaze of Sorrow, Old Forest, um, Scars, very cool old school death metal werewolves and a lot lot more definitely got some cool stuff in the rock block for you today a few different topics to get to most of it's all like uh tv and movie entertainment but i do have a little bit of music news i'll talk a little bit about later on uh we're gonna kick off this first block though with some warbringer new stuff from them new record i saw this is a band that i've been into since they started and it's kind of funny because Saw them back in 2008 with the wifey, and they played with, I believe, um, Swashbuckle and another band that night. I can't remember. I think it might have been fucking Vader. I don't remember, but either way, uh, you know, that that was when they were kind of just starting off, so it was like their first record, so I didn't think they'd become kind of as big as they did, but I knew at the time that they'd be one of the difference makers in the thrash metal scene, so... 
it's no shock to me that as time has gone on with their records that they've gotten stronger and stronger as songwriters. So new record is probably my favorite from them to this point, even though I do like the last couple records almost as much. Uh, but definitely check out the new stuff. This is called Crush Beneath the Tracks.
DJ New is back with you, Metal Time Radio Podcast. Alright, so a few things to get to here. Um, first is movie news. Um, so if you have not seen the movies called Now You See Me 1 and 2, uh, it, they're very cool. And I'm going to give you a breakdown of what they're about. Uh, the original film centered around a group of magicians known as the Four Horsemen who were being tracked by the FBI because of the series of heists and robberies they've been pulling off. As it turns out, they've really been a part of a complicated revenge mission and looking to join an elite group known as the Eye. second film concluded with the four horsemen actually getting to meet the other members, but it's not clear how the next film will pick up from there. So basically, they're going to work on a Now You See Me 3 that Lionsgate has announced that they're officially moving forward with. Whether or not it actually has the same uh, members or same actors and actresses from the first two, we don't know yet because no one's signed on for it. Hopefully they do because I think they have a really nice cast there. It's been in the in the first two movies they've had uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Dave Franco, Lizzie Kaplan, Daniel Radcliffe, and Mark Ruffalo. They've also had Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman in there as well. So. Hopefully, uh, if they go forward number three, which I think they are, uh, they can bring at least some of those people back, which would be nice because they were all really good. The, the, the clever thing about this movie series is they're pulling off these heists, and you don't necessarily know how they're getting away with what they're doing. It. And it's it's uh, it's really cat and mouse stuff, so it's really cool. Uh, it's engaging as a, a viewer. So if you're into that kind of stuff like little mysteries and stuff like that then this is the type of film that you should probably be checking out because it's really worth it uh, and the cast do uh, like Radcliffe on the second one did a fantastic job he was a lot of fun in that um, so in our next block of music a uh, little bit of blackmail coming your way so my boy Nuno Lorenko uh, from Salqui uh, released two new records this month alone. Um, first one was Orfeo. Orfeo? I don't know how you pronounce that really, but uh, it's basically the same. It's like one, two, three, and then like the fourth. It's all the same type of song labeled, I guess. I don't know if they're remixed in a different way. Uh, each one is unique, though, so it's really awesome. A little bit long in some of them, but that's what he does. He does his experimental, uh, adventurous type of stuff when he arranges his music. Now, he just recently released uh, the Chaos Path EP, which is really good, too. So I want to play a track from that to kick this shit off. But I also got a band from uh, Norway, shocker there, right, called Skadfro. Uh, Skadfro or Skadfro, I think it's Skadfro. Uh, Emmanuel Salgado, the bass, has got in touch with me about playing some of their music, so I got a track from them in this as well as well as a brand new track from Lustre, The Ashes of Light. But we're going to kick it off with that Salqui track. It's called I Am the Angel of Despair.
This is Angelo. This is David. And this is Mr. Creamy from Hadiwa. And you are listening to Metal Radio. All right. Back with you, Metal Radio Podcast. Hanawa doing a nice little line there for us, and for any bands or artists who are interested in getting some airplay with some liners, feel free to hit me up at uh, jamescorpru at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, all that good shit. All right, so uh, another topic I want to get to for you sports fans out there since we're all on lockdown and quarantined right now. Um... So I talked a little bit last week about the draft and how good the Broncos did and all this other stuff, but we're going to move over to some of the NBA stuff, and even though there's no games playing, uh, ESPN has started airing a 10-episode uh, little thing for called The Last Dance about the Chicago Bulls legacy back when Jordan played in the late 90s and throughout their career. Uh, basically, it, they were allowing cameras when they were playing out that final year that Jordan was there, and uh, it touches on a lot of different things, like how Scottie Pippen was very underpaid. But some of this, I, I noticed that was his fault too, because he took a contract that was long term but didn't pay a lot. Now, granted, at the time that he took it. Uh, the league hadn't really exploded in terms of financial success to, as it did after the fact, but it, it is criminally uh, sad that he just didn't ever got the kind of money he was really deserved for being like one of the best guys in the NBA at that time. Um, of course, we talked about Jordan and his, you know, coming from North Carolina as a rookie and what he did for the team before they even got to you know, the finals and all that other stuff. Uh, it was interesting how much bad blood there is between the Bulls still and the Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas and all them. Uh, it, it's really a marvel how shitty the Pistons were. You know, they, they were a great team physically and they were able to bully other teams around during their championship years, but like it's just kind of funny that they felt that it was the right thing to do to, after they lost to the Bulls in the uh, conference finals that they would walk off the court without shaking hands or anything. Like, and even though the year before when the Bulls had lost to them, they did, Bulls actually went and hugged them and shaked their hands and congratulated them and everything else. But Pistons felt like they were above that apparently. I mean, interviews with Isaiah Thomas, like, you know, the guy... Isaiah's always had some issues with his character. Like, it's it's really surprising because of how good a player he was, but he just had a lot of bitterness about a lot of different things. And this goes back to his racially insensitive comments to uh, Larry Bird and just all that kind of stuff. Like, he just... The guy just never thinks before he says anything. And, like, he tried to defend not having any kind of sportsmanship when they walked off after losing to the Bulls. And it's like, come on, man. You just, you have to acknowledge that that was a mistake and it was just the wrong thing to do. There is no, like, that's how it was, because it wasn't how it was. But 
there's a lot of different things involved. They talk about a lot of different players. Uh, Dennis Rodman, of course, the Lightning Rod, um, who actually played on those Pistons teams that uh, Jordan faced before coming a bully a couple of years later. Uh, I had read Dennis Rodman's book back in the late 90s, I think it was, when I was still working at a bookstore. And, uh, you know, you got a little insight into who Dennis Rodman was. And, of course, one of the things brought up was him driving to the arena early morning drunk and passed out in his truck. But he had a shotgun with him or whatever. And, uh, you know, word was he was contemplating suicide, which I think he admitted in his book. But, you know, it just it touches on a lot of different things and how the dynamics between the players and Phil Jackson really worked and that the biggest startling revelation I don't know if it's even that much a revelation is that uh, GM uh, Jerry Krause was like a huge a huge person in terms of how he put together the team to begin with but then how fast he wanted to kind of disassemble it and uh, that rubbed a lot of players the wrong way because they felt like he was already shooing them out the door before they were really done playing. They could have probably gone on for a couple more years, and you know who knows where they would have ended up there, but uh, it's just, it's kind of amazing the dynamics that work within all that. So if you get a chance, check it out. ESPN, I think even if you're going on demand, you probably get the first four episodes. I'm not finished with it yet, so there's still like six more episodes to go, I think, so something worth checking out if you're an NBA fan or a Bulls fan. Alright, back to some music. Kicking off this next block, brand new stuff from Clovenhoof, Age of Steel. Under iron 
things lined up for you here got some uh scorpion child cripple black phoenix judas priest van halen had a witch from quabar uh provided by quabar pr and then we're going to kick it off from curtain calls who have sent me track from a band called the dead daisies this is called unspoken
Bob and Jambo from Carve Lives, and you're listening to the Heart of Chaos, only on Metal Tavern Radio.
looking for a place to take care of all your automotive needs? Then get in touch with Stauffer's Auto Service in Millersville, Maryland. Stauffer's takes care of all auto repairs, auto service, and great quality parts as well. Stauffer's is located at A328 Veterans Highway, Suite E in Millersville. Be sure to call and check out all their service specials related to your automotive needs. Stauffer's is professional, friendly, and has highly qualified mechanics to do excellent work with prices that are fair and much better than what you will find at other automotive places. So call 410-729-0121. That's 410-729-0121. And tell them the newsman and his trusty sidekick, Neko, sent you. All right, closing out the rock block there, Hadowich, Salvia. All right, so something to get to here. As we notice with the quarantine and all that stuff that, you know, artists and of all genres, doesn't matter what genre it is, have been doing a lot of online, like, so-called, you know, quotations, gigs, or little concerts they provide for people across the internet and digital world. Uh, we know Devin Townsend has his quarantine project. He's been doing some podcasts, uh, some other bands, like uh, or even like uh, late-night talk show hosts like Jimmy Fallon got together with Sting. They did uh, their rendition with a few other guys uh, for uh, Don't Stand So Close To Me. So a lot of different things are happening with these artists that are getting online and either raising money for charities or just trying to, you know, keep us entertained while we're all enclosed right now at home. Uh, one thing I need to point out, though, is uh, uh, artists like Nita Strauss, guitarist. Um, she's a phenomenal guitarist, and she's apparently creating a three-module online uh, teaching program for uh, guitar. So, basically, module one is designed for all you brand-new newbies who are just getting into guitar. And then, of course, Module 2 is highly focused on technique and theory. And then Module 3 is where you start to find the bells and whistles of sweep picking and whammy bar tricks, etc. So a lot of cool things that she's doing with that. And I, I think it's really something that should be pointed out is pretty cool, just in general, that uh, artists are doing while we're in our downtime. Something quick there to, to point out to you all in case you were not aware. Uh, you can find the article on... Um, musicmayhemmagazine.com so check it out alright we're getting back into some more black metal here kicking it off with some new blaze of sorrow
Okay, DJ New is back with you on the Metal Time Radio Podcast. New edition of the Hordes of Chaos. Back to some uh, somewhat movie news. Uh, apparently there is a Dracula reboot in the works. Now, I don't know if it's necessarily a reboot of, say, the 1992 version from... Uh, I think it's Francis Ford Coppola did that one. So I'm not sure if it's just going to be something new or based off that or what, but um, the female just director, Kasumi, what is her name here? Or I'll find it in a minute, but either way, uh, one of the interesting things about it was S- Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky Barnes, uh, also a Winter Soldier in the Marvel Universe, apparently is very uh, interested in playing the role of Dracula. And uh, he's been kind of putting his name and lobbying to have it uh, get the role. So he's been talking back and forth with her. Uh, It's just, it's very interesting because there was recently a Dracula three-episode series on Netflix a few months back. That wasn't too bad. A little bit different angle, but um, I'd be kind of curious to see how Sebastian does if he gets the role for this. Uh, he apparently is from Romania, so I don't know how much of that is going to play a factor. But uh, certainly something to look for in Blumhouse. You know, they usually put out more B and C grade horror than anything A listed. But uh, Dracula is a pretty famous character and horror figure, so probably should do pretty well if it gets done. Alright, well, let's get back to our music here. Uh, kick off this next block. Another track provided by Quabar PR. Band's called Aziard, and the song is called Incantation.
Alright, werewolves. New stuff from them called Irate. DJ Nubis with you on Metal Time Radio, the podcast. Getting ready to close out this edition of the Hordes of Chaos. Hope you enjoy it all. Uh, keep trying to pump these out as much as I can. If I get to some more genre-specific shows, I will. Uh, certainly get those out to you as well. Um, special thanks to Crypt and Scully, the Metal Omania cast and podcast. Much thanks for their support. Same with Sky Nielsen Promotions. Very hard worker. Does a lot of good promo work for us. And of course, the metal labels and promotional sites that I work with. Vlad, Grand Sounds, Inverse, uh, Quabar PR, many more that I aren't picking up right now. But you, you hear them every time I do these podcasts. So be sure to stop by their pages. Check out their rosters. they got a lot of great music out there that they send me. So, uh... Show your appreciation, please. All right, all. One last track for me. It also comes from another promotional name, Mike Giuliano and Horror Pain. Uh, band called Fluids off their split with Heinous. This is called Capped. Peace out. Cap that. <laughs> 